Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a Tuesday afternoon. What? Yes, what your day? ears do not what? deceive you. What? A Tuesday afternoon here edition of the Steelers Blitz. Wesley Euler. Arthur Motes here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Also simulcast on 970 ESPN. It is the Steelers Blitz. You got us until 2 o'clock. Normally we don't have a Tuesday show because this is normally the Mike Tomlin press conference and all the programming that comes with it. But obviously on the short week, that happened yesterday. That is why Yins didn't hear from us yesterday, but you got us here today. Back tomorrow, no show Thursday with it being game day, and then back on Friday to recap what will obviously be a big victory against the Patriots. That's the schedule for the rest of the week. I am Wesley Euler. He is Arthur Motes. Decade of NFL experience. Really good head of hair. You know the rest. On Twitter, on X, at Wesley Euler, at Body 52 Duh. That is where you can get involved with the program today. Cousins, we'll take your questions, your comments, your concerns, your reactions. Motsi, it is our turn to react to a disappointing loss, a disappointing effort, disappointing weather, disappointing everything. Mm-hmm. Sunday at Acrisure Stadium against the Arizona Cardinals as the Steelers fall 24-10. to And not only losing... An important game, Motsi. Not only losing one that it felt like, okay, you win this game, and man, the playoffs are almost ironclad. You lose this game, it becomes a coin flip proposition the rest of the way. Man, you really lost some key contributors injury-wise, too, within the course of that game. Kenny Pickett goes down. Sayamalu goes down. Alandon Roberts goes down. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Am I missing somebody? Uh, Yeah. Did you get TJ? TJ goes down. Went down for a little bit, came back. Although Mike Tomlin clearing up yesterday, they expect him to be good. No yeah. injury designation for him going forward. But you're right. He had to miss. Yeah. Deontay missed a couple snaps yeah. with that ankle. Wait, so, yeah. So, I think the big tweaked. ones were Minka, Hand, 
Minka's Rob, hand Landon is well Roberts, too. Landon Roberts Jeez. growing. Yeah, because Minka, they said, broke his hand. Landon Roberts was a growing, ruled out, what, second quarter. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, obviously, Kenny with the ankle. Yep. We know he had the tightrope surgery. Two to four weeks is what they're saying with that, but not on injured reserve. And uh, Say Amalu's shoulder. Yeah, say Amalu's shoulder. Yeah, I was about to say, I felt like I kept missing what they said was wrong with him. Shoulder. I just knew he was yep. out, so his shoulder. Yep. Do we have – I don't – did Coach Tomlin give any other update on Sayumalu's shoulder? Don't think so. Just said he's, he just said it was a shoulder, he, right? he, he said he's listed as – he said him and Alandon Roberts are, are questionable. firmly questionable yeah. for, for this week. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, uh, not great in terms of the result. Not great in some of the uh, guys that you lost or either potentially lost or certainly at at you know at best dinged We'll be up. compromised on We'll Thursday. be compromised. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And this is all happening on a short week here as you got to get ready for the Patriots. Before we turn the page to New England, though, we do have to do a little <laughs> – recap and looking back so professor as i always like to do uh but particularly after a loss because i know everybody they don't want to hear from me they want to hear from you uh your kind of gut reaction your first thought your opening statement as it relates to that uh that disappointing effort and result sunday against the cardinals yeah man um weird game a lot of variables lack of execution as a whole players didn't play up to what they were supposed to play up to and whenever you do lose this is the fallout right we try to figure out who can we place blame on now to find that new version of comfort just something to make us feel better about our team losing we don't want to say our team is bad we don't want to say our team sucks we only want to say certain players suck so you know this is a part of it it's nothing wrong with that and no i'm not saying that we suck as a team but what i am saying is this we're not good enough to play down the competition what i am saying is the energy that we come out into stadiums with we got to make sure that it is present for four quarters and what i mean is this people look at us losing to the cardinals and their instant reaction was tom didn't have his team prepared to win oh my god man it was a time game was trap game did we not come out and score on the opening possession i'm just did we not get a three and out defensively on the opening possession? Those be the parts where it's like, I get it. We want to overreact. We want to circle and say, yo, this is the God almighty fireball offense. But once again, let's just take a breath and really look at what we are hollering about. Right. And that was like my big takeaway from it. I thought offensively, man, we started out nice. Uh, like the opening drive. I thought the second drive would have been a good, or not the second drive, I thought when we had that other opportunity to score when Kenny, uh, he got hurt right, was it right on going on fourth down or whatever? Mm-hmm. I thought that was like a big Third shift. Goal, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a little bit of a shift because otherwise you're looking at two scoring drives no doubt. in the first three possessions. No doubt. So I get this narrative of Coach Tomlin didn't have his team prepared to play and the offense started slow. We could talk about the illegal procedures. We could talk about some of the penalties that took place. And I'm with you. We're going to get on that. Mm-hmm. But this narrative that the team came out flat or they weren't prepared to go, it's inaccurate. We watched the same game. Did we not? And I I think there's a difference, too. I think a lot of people have convoluted this because Jalen Warren said maybe we took this team too lightly. And then they instantly made that an indictment on the, the head coach. And we're like, but, but those always, two things there's, are... There's a difference between, between me two and not being ready to play uh-huh. and taking a team too lightly. Yes, those are... But once again, what did I say? When you lose, you're trying to find comfort in your feelings. 
You're trying to find some reason to justify. And as we said on numerous occasions, as it dated back to Canada and Kenny, when you don't understand the context and the details, you go to the next best thing, which is finger pointing, which is why we say seeking comfort is a part of that because you're minimizing your role. You're trying to place blame on somebody else. You're complaining to somebody that has zero to do with helping your situation out, or you're complaining to somebody that's actually glad that you're dealing with those issues. So think about it, right? Prior to this game or prior to Canada getting fired, the whole narrative was if you fire Matt Canada, everything instantly changes. We talked about that numerous times, right? Yeah, I mean, that was a lot of people were you talking know, about that numerous times. Doing the Wizard of Oz, like, the Ding Dong, the witch, the witch is you know, dead, you know, as they, as they, they, they threw the parade had over on the 400 body. Yards against they they threw the parade on the body for 400 yards of total offense. 16 points still. You know? And that's the part where it's like, whoa, 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 it was an injury this week, man. Two games, 13 points are averaged. But it was injury. It's like, yo, bro, we know Kenny. This ain't Kenny's first time being hurt. Kenny missed time before as well. But once again, when we talk about the minutiae, when we talk about the details, this is what we're referring to. So a lot of that was at play. I do feel like the injuries, not just to Kenny, because I don't think it was a big drop off Kenny to Mitch Trubisky. I thought Mitch Trubisky came in and played fine. We had our one Mitch throw that we had to survive. <laughs> the deep bomb to Deontay Johnson with double coverage. We know if we could survive the occasional Mitch, he all right. Had a nice throw to Deontay, had a nice throw to Pickens, had a nice throw to move. Worked the middle of the field, had a throwing touchdown as well, explosive plays, didn't complain. I thought he evaded pressure really well. So certain things I was like, I thought was fine in terms of when Kenny went down. The big issue was when the Landon Roberts went down. Because now you're talking about Cole Holcomb, $4 million acquisition. <laughs> Quan Alexander, multi-million dollar acquisition. Alandon Roberts, multi-million dollar acquisition. Our three biggest free agent signings at inside linebacker, all three were down. So it became Michael Walker, who we just signed three weeks ago, making his second start, Mm -hmm. and Mark Robinson. And unfortunately for Mark, you know, I'm a big Mark Robinson fan. He did not have his best game. It happens. He's a seventh-round, second-year player. It happens. played less than 100 snaps in the NFL. Like, like just in general— it happens. You know what I'm saying? Defensive snaps. Yeah, it happens. I mean, shoot, we hollering about Kenny. Kenny didn't play way more than that way high pedigree guy, and we see just how challenging this game is. Yeah, that was, I mean, that so, was huge. So that had Mark been a Robert, position of strength for you yeah. until a, a week or two ago. Absolutely. And not only did you lose your physical, most talented linebacker that's on your roster currently, you also lost your main guy that never comes off the field, the guy that communicates, the green die guy, base, nickel. Dime, he's the guy that you can get away with playing dime linebacker because he's physical enough to handle the run. What ended up happening was this. Everybody got crazy about the Trey McBride going crazy in the second quarter, right? Coach Tomlin never makes adjustments. Oh, once again, proven false. We did make adjustments. Our adjustment was we're going to play more dime linebacker, bring in Trenton Thompson, put him in the box, or we were going to go double team with Minka and Casey on the tight end. Problem is this, though. Without Alandon Roberts, instead of it being E-Rob and Trenton Thompson, is Michael Walker and Trenton Thompson. They're two finesse-type bodies. Athleticism, great. Coverage, great. Even so, I mean, it was times Michael Walker's in perfect position. Just better throw, better catch. But as a whole, you lack physicality, and we saw that even on that 99-yard touchdown drive. Third and six, we have a prime opportunity to get off the field. He is hit, wrapped up with two arms, and unfortunately, that missed tackle by that player we we're just talking about, Michael Walker, unfortunately, Made the difference, it yeah. turns into a 40-yard or 30-yard pickup, field-flipping play, and they go ahead and score and change the whole dynamic of the game. Really did. 
So we you could have easily been up ten to three. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you're down ten to three. So going we into the can half, lose our mind and they get the ball back. So we can too. lose our mind and point fingers and try to do all this other stuff. But what it really boiled down to was what. The dude that's out there missing the tackle would have never been out there. Head injuries not happening. Next man up. Well, hey, that's the next man to the next man to the next man being up. So, Eventually, there's only so, so many so, men so, to, so let's to make be sure, up. So let's make sure whenever we want to go tongue-in-cheek with that comment that we truly understand that comment, okay? But that was what I looked at. Now, Coach is not absolved because he's the main one that told me this, and this is why I hold him to this standard. He says whenever we're talking – Guys on the field, 10 men, 12 men, that's on coaching staff. And why is it? Not because the fans think it's sexy to just say, oh, if there's any issue on the field, put it on the coach. No, the reason he puts it on himself is because we don't determine the personnel. Coaches do. If I don't know personnel, I don't know who goes on that field. It's a big difference between my nickel personnel, my dime personnel, my penny personnel, my big nickel personnel, my goal line defense, my base defense, sure. my field goal block defense, my rover package. <laughs> that's eight different personnel groupings. What? And that's before we even talk injuries and substitution. What? So when we talk 10 guys, 12 guys, guy running out late, Coach Tomlin is the first one to always say that's on him. So in that vein, 100%, yes, that is on him. Now, this other stuff we're talking about, Miles Kilby running into the day going punter. Miles Kilby hitting the punt return. We're going to put that on coach? <laughs> the four, I'm still trying to figure out what the formation was with Allen Robinson. Um, it was Allen Robinson, Calvin Austin, and Randy Williams, the player we had the uh, legal formation. I think they ended up calling on Brodgy. He ended up not being covered up. Either A Rob or Randy Williams are just aligned wrong. But once again, we putting that on the coach staff, right? Because I know any play that you see run on Sunday, I did this for nine years, Wes. I can assure you, if they run it on Sunday, baby. They repped it that week? They repped it already, okay? Newsflash. I know people don't want to believe because they're like, Yo, how could y'all do that and not be perfect? Why don't you just draw this up in the dirt? You know, you know, but sometimes you see <laughs> when you start rotating personnel, because I was like, I'm like, okay, Randy Williams, Allen Robinson, it's definitely one of you guys because obviously outside you got the X he has to be on the line that's no issue backside this is the jet sweep guy we know he has to be off the ball no issue Mm -hmm. but between tight end and slot receiver whether y'all are aligned wrong on the same side or one of y'all supposed to be on ball off ball whatever it is because if one of you are on the ball well then damn more on the backside is the eligible receiver sure extra line right reporting that's it that's it right we all went crazy when Zach Banners do right that's all it would be (sighs) So, literally, I'm like, either A-Rob needs to be on or Randy Williams got to be on. I don't know who that was on. The easy thing to do is just say it's on coaching, though, right? Is that not the easiest thing to do? That is way easier than actually trying to figure out, man, which one of them was actually wrong? That's what we do, though, as fans and as media when we don't have that understanding of the context, of the details, of the minutia. It just becomes a lot easier to just say, well, it's this. And then I love the movement of the goalposts when we start talking about, hey, well, Coach Tom is mediocre. No, he's not mediocre. You're upset about the lack of playoff success. Specifically say that. Mediocre is the exact opposite of what Coach Thomas' tenure has been when you look at what he's done. No losing seasons. You hate it because it doesn't coincide with your argument of him being mediocre. Playoff success? I'm with you. We do have to be better with that. And that clock is absolutely ticking. But don't confuse playoff success with mediocrity and regular season because those two things are night and day, and you can't get a chance to go postseason without having the success that he has in the regular season. And the other part that I will close with, 
Kenny was drafted in the first round. Najee was drafted in the first round. Artie Burns was drafted in the first round. Jarvis Jones was drafted in the first round. Bud Dupree was drafted in the first round. How many of those dudes, in your eyes, have been changed the franchise type players? I not left TJ wide out. I would I would say none huh? of those guys have been have been changed the franchise type players. I mean, I think. But how many years? Only one of those guys got a second contract that so, you just. But made. how many well, two years? Two of them are still on their first right. contract. To be but fair, how many but. years of those guys? Like this is five different years of draft picks, right? Correct. And you mean to tell me none of them just yet? This other notion of I would much rather just bottom out and be god awful for a season, get a high draft pick, and then everything just well, magically it's also too changes. Late for that. You've won seven games. No, 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 no. Bump that. Bump that. Because if they want to do it, you'd have to do it for a whole season. You can't just yo, flirt yo, with it. You've got to be, yeah, yeah. you be committed to it from training camp. This is a seven-win team that people are losing their mind over. You, I want to see him handle a two-win team. Let, let me see you actually endure a two-win team. And, Carolina Panthers and listen, listen, type I, season. I, 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 but West, a I, New England West, Patriots hold on, type West, season. West, I know the Cardinals only beat the Steelers. That was their only upset. Don't ask about what happened when they played the Cowboys. Don't, don't, don't ask about that game. And you're not going to believe who was the quarterback either. But shh. It's only a Pittsburgh thing. And I know you ain't see that Chiefs game. I know you ain't see that Chiefs game the other day. Dude, they done lost two to two bum teams. You seen the Broncos beat them and now they just, shh, it's just a timeline thing. No, don't tell nobody, okay? But other than that, that's how I felt about it, man. I am glad it's a short week, though. The injuries do suck, but with a short week, you don't have a lot of time to bicker. That's, you don't have a lot of time to think I'm on it. I'm with you on we'll that, too. just move too. on, man. It's, a good, you win it's a good week to have a short week. Think about it. 48. Aside from the injury state. But yeah. it's never a good week to have a short yeah. week from an injury but standpoint, it is, ever. It, it is just a beauty because no different than this 48-hour window, right? 48 hours before we were here, it would have been Saturday, right? Or whenever Saturday was, the conversation was, man, if we win this, man, we got a chance to be hosting playoff games. We could be one seed. We could be this and that. We lose the game and it's fire this guy. We suck. We're not gonna make the playoffs ever again. We just wasting time. That was all within a 24-hour period, baby. Oh, so just imagine when you win Thursday night. Just you, imagine. When like you again, night. you and I joke about it. I mean, we joked about it <laughs> the, the, the Monday after the Cincinnati right. game, a week from mm-hmm. or a week from yesterday, eight days ago. You right. and I joked about it with Chris Carter here on the show of like, we're like y'all went from a week we ago, suck versus the Browns with the worst up. team ever, fire Canada, fire these guys. We beat the Bengals. Now we're going back to the championship. We bought the host. We ready to score forty. Kenny's <laughs> going to the Hall of Fame. Now, now, now we, we want Caleb Williams again. Hey, we lose this. We lose. Drake May. They said. Michael Ken- Penix Jr. They say, man, well, now we can't even evaluate Kenny anymore. Somebody won Bo Nix. Oh, mean. my God. We, we, everything is filled. I'm like, how? Just, y'all just keep going back and forth, back and forth. Don't let Mitch play well. Mitch play well. Now we're over here like, dude, have we been having the answer the whole time? Was Mitch the one that was sabotaged by Matt Canada this whole time? And then if Mitch didn't play well, should we throw Mason out there? Should have been Mason the whole time? Man, come on, bro. This is where we at. But, hey, you know this is really not fair for Eddie Faulkner and Mike Sullivan, golly, do we? Do they get included in this? Because they get evaluated, aren't they? I'm sure they get evaluated the same way. The same way we hold Matt Canada to the same standard. Everybody no, better no, no. be getting West, evaluated West, at this West, point. The same way we held Matt Canada to a standard and said, I don't care that you got last year old version, with all due respect, Ben Roethlisberger or Young, who were still having big questions about Kitty Pickett. Nobody cared about that. They say, yo, Matt Canada, you are trash. You suck. Right? So what do you think they said about Mike Sullivan and Eddie Wagner right now. Do they get a pass? Or are we holding them to the same standard? I'm just following suit. There's a lot of in bickering going on right now, isn't there? Yeah. There's some Yeah. There's some civil war type arguments happening amongst Steeler Nation. We need some hugs. And you know what? 
when when you uh when you play and you execute and you you lose like you did on Sunday, that only makes those things worse, without a doubt. But it is funny as you mentioned because while so many are calling to blow it up right now and this season's over, there's maybe not just as many, but there's still a group of people too that are hey, you, you win on Thursday. You're eight and five. You're 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 still firmly in a playoff. And spot. if the season were to end today, and if the season were to end today, <laughs> the folks. All right. So yes, listen. You and I we joke about this all the time, but it's true, and it's true every single year. But especially this year, in what felt like such a crossroads season for the Steelers, of you know, last year was a new quarterback, a new era, a lot of new faces, all these different things. You know, Ben Roethlisberger's gone. Kevin Colbert's gone. That's a, a massive shift for an organization that typically doesn't have, you know, had had Tomlin and Colbert and Roethlisberger for decades. Last year, you got kind of the pass in that regard of I don't think people had crazy expectations. They wanted to see what Kenny could do. They wanted to see this young offense grow a little bit. And you win seven of your last nine games. And some people argued about how that played out and the, some of the competition and all those things. But I don't care. It's the National Football League. I you thought found we a way, just saw you found that, a way to win seven of your last nine games. I thought we just saw that games. records really don't matter because everybody's talented. People really were surprised that Trey McBride was a good player. I'm like, you realize we think Pat Farmer was a good player, right? Pat Farmer was the fifty second or the fifty fifth overall selection. It's the National Football League. <laughs> you realize Trey McBride was the exact same selection fifty five just a year ago. They actually picked at the same spot. Well, you would know, Mister Fifty Five yourself. I mean, Colorado State. I already did my research on my man before he came out. What are we talking about? But people was looking like, oh my, y'all just creating anybody now. He's a pro. People like, bro, got six hundred yards receiving on a year, and that's with Josh Dobbs in the company at quarterback. But I'm sorry for cutting you off. You know, it's just everybody is terrible if you don't yeah. play for the Steelers. I don't remember where. Oh yeah, and then and then we came right back into this year again with expect it, it was it was two decades of expectations right under a future Hall of Fame quarterback as it should be. Yeah, maybe a year off from that, at least a recalibration year, reasonably, and then right back into it this year. And it's like, man, the roller coaster of the start versus San Francisco, then Cleveland, then L.A., then Houston. I mean, it's just been almost every week has been fire. Everybody we topsy turny, man. Or we're or we're climbing the stairway to seven. The rest of this season now, though, I do wonder what that looks like with the injury to Kenny Pickett. With some of the like, is going out and beating the Patriots six to three on Thursday night good enough? Because it's just win, baby. What's the purpose of playing the games? Is it hello to look good or is you it just play to win the game? I'm being completely serious. Like when the Patriots winning Super Bowls, did they win every game by thirty? It did it not count if they didn't win by two scores. I'm in I'm fact, really trying to figure out. Did it? No, seriously. Their does last it Super not Bowl win, count? A lot of people called the ugliest Super Bowl ever. I was like, does it not count if like they you won don't... ten to three right against the Rams? <laughs> the Rams, right? But yeah. You know what? I think that uh, I think count? that Lombardi Trophy. Maybe, still maybe there. it didn't count. They that, ain't scored thirty. They, I think they that they ring is still they, on the finger. Brady ain't passed for multiple touchdowns. Like it, it ain't count. I'm just trying to figure that part out, man. And I also too listen. We we got to go to break here. We are overdue, overdue. and maybe this is where we now can you're going to get us fine like Jalen Warren. This Thanks is where a lot. We can, this is where we could. You know what? I'll tease it. How about that? Classic radio. I've got a Mitch Trubisky take for you on the other side. And no, it's not some hot takey. Well, he's actually way, but the Steelers now are a better team, and it's nothing like that. I've got a legitimate Mitch Trubisky thought for you when we return on the other side that I want to kick around with Arthur Motes and you, dear listener. We got the tweets rolling in at West Steeler at the Body 52. You know where to get involved with the program. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.
This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. It is the Steelers Blitz here on a Tuesday, rare Tuesday show. We have a couple of these throughout the year when the Mike Tomlin press conference gets switched up due to a short week. It is a short week. Your Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the New England Patriots on Thursday night. Real quick, a uh, shiny silver object here. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that this game was in Pittsburgh when the schedule came out. You know, to get two Thursday night games, to have them both at home, I was surprised by that. Pleasantly surprised because I've been told New England is like one of the worst trips that we go on because you're staying in the middle of nowhere because the weather's always crappy. You stay in Rhode Island, I've though, heard and the, it's uh, a massive mall I've that heard is the press dope, box bro. there is like the worst in the league. Oh, you mean in front of media people. I was just, say, just in, just in yeah, general. Yeah, I was going to say, we be in that press box, but I will say I like they, they, they got a big, massive mall that we would always like say it. See, it's, like it's funny how you and I around. judge the for yeah. you. It's like yeah, food and shopping. I, food we got? and shopping. Yeah. For me, it's how easily can I walk around to local establishments and drink soda pops with my friends? Yeah, I think the only one they had was actually in the hotel. That would be the only establishment like that. <laughs> You'll laugh. You'll laugh at this, right? Uh, you know, just last week it gets announced that that Colts game is going to be on a Saturday. Yeah. Like 20 minutes after the announcement, our buddy Mike Pursuta from the DVE Morning Show, he texts me, and he goes, Hey, Friday night in Indianapolis, Butler is playing Sacred Heart. Or like somebody, you know what I mean? He goes, we go to the game, tickets are only like six bucks. I was like, yeah, let's go to the game. Why, let's why do it. not? Let's, uh, why let's not? Let's go to a Butler basketball game. Why Come not? on, let's, I mean, Gordon Hayward ain't walking through that door, hey, but let's, you go never know, Butler, man. let's go to a Butler basketball Sheesh. game. Um, yes, so... Was surprised, but I'll take it. Short week, right? That always makes it a little chaotic here. And then Friday's a quick turnaround. But when you do that, you get the weekend, particularly without any travel, particularly up to New England, where it's always frigid this time of year. I will take it. I did wonder because we had, since we were scheduled actually for two Thursday night games, Mm -hmm. if that was why they gave them both at the house. Maybe. Because I know this is the first year where you could actually be scheduled for multiple, for multiple Thursday games. Thursday games yeah. So, yeah, I did wonder, because we do talk about the sucky part of just the quick turnaround, Sunday to Thursday, when you throw in a travel day on top of that, it just adds to it. So maybe that also could be part of it. Now, I don't know. I'd have to look league-wide to see who else got double Thursday night games in those locations. But I just thought maybe that too. Because yeah. it now do that- suck when you, when you got to travel on a Thursday night game, man. And Big if you time. give me two of those, I'm feeling some type of way. Big time. I don't want to play holiday games. I don't want to play them Thursday night nope. games, man. Yeah. Speaking of holiday and Thursday and night games, think about it. We used to get a lot of thir- we used to get a lot of holiday games. I man. got a feeling the Steelers are going to be back on Thanksgiving next year. This- I I promise I am not saying this because I know anything. But no, think about it though. Right, this is probably the first time in the last five to seven years where we haven't been playing on a holiday: Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Christmas will be a Monday next year. You know what I, I mean? Think, like. Too. So I know. I know. When I was oh, here, no. we played multiple. Oh, no. Think about it, Wes. When I was here, we had multiple Christmas Day, multiple Thanksgiving days, in terms of games, man. Oh. So yeah, it's only a matter of time before we get right back don't, on that day, man. Don't do this to me. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 do this to me. Christmas next year. But no, 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 Wes. Actually, I just thought about it's it. It's on a Wednesday, actually. But okay, think about that's it, Wes. Not bad. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. The only way we're gonna keep getting them games, though. Is if we win. Don't worry about it, baby. All right. What if the Steelers get the Thursday, December 26th game? And that means I'd have to fly out on Christmas to go land in some city where everything's closed because it's Christmas. 
you thinking as if we're going to keep winning. We got to keep winning for that to happen. Now, which part of Stood Listen, Nation are I, you? I got the faith. Oh, you, I you live, that part? I live in perpetual optimism. Oh, because I was like, you talking as if they're going to keep putting you in prime time. No, teams that play actually, like the Steelers be playing sometimes don't you prime time me. all the time? No. The two teams in my life uh-huh. that have won championships and in that regard not let me down. Uh-huh. Are the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay, okay. With those two teams, I live in perpetual hope and optimism. Okay, okay. Because I've seen them get it done before multiple times for both teams. Okay. With WVU, I live in perpetual pessimism. Okay, all right, Because right. I've seen us do nothing except for have an opportunity and shoot ourselves in the foot for, right. uh, you know, lack of maybe so- you, you, something more critical you, that I wanted to say. You are my outlier Steeler Nation fan. Now. You know, every time I open up social media, it's doom and gloom. So I just figured well, we ain't got to worry about any of these holiday yeah. games, baby. Don't worry about no holidays. Don't worry about no prime time. You get your mandatory Thursday night game, but that's all you need to worry about, baby. I do. I, yeah. I am jealous of, like, again, I love the five-star matchups. Bad teams don't it. get prime time. Bad teams but don't get holidays, man. I telling me all the time, yeah. like, your four years with the Bills, you guys would play one prime time game every year, and it was and the no, Thursday and, night no, game. And it wasn't even every year. It was our third and fourth year when they made it a league-mandated rule. Every other game was Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yeah, Sunday 1 o'clock. Yeah. Man, I'm jealous of your broadcast engineer. Nah. <laughs> I love those Sunday 1 o'clock games. I get it. Trust me. Trust None, me, I no do. No holidays. Everything Trust me, Sunday I do. 1 o'clock. You probably have a lot better time showing up to work when you're winning. That's all I would say. No doubt about so, that. So, it's fun to talk As to you, Sunday 1 o'clock. That's all well and good until you live in it. No different than when people talk, well, I would much rather be God-awful than constantly 9 wins, constantly 8, 9, 10 wins. Oh, I hate that. I would much rather just be god I've already lived that. Anything y'all be talking over here, you see sometimes I be getting annoyed. I'm like, bro, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> y'all are crazy. Y'all to say it wasn't a holiday if we only get scheduled for three prime time games. How they only going to give us three? All right, though. Just say. I will say. the 32 games, because there's only 16 in the season. 32 games. Every game is Sunday, 1 o'clock. Even when you play in California, they're like, oh, we got a 4 o'clock game. No. Still Sunday, 1 o'clock. It's just Sunday, 1 o'clock, West Coast time. But still Sunday, 1 o'clock, baby. Yeah. Shoot, we didn't kicked off at, what was that time? It was low-key. I felt like 1 o'clock Eastern time while we was out in the West Coast. I'm like, bro, y'all got us out here early, early. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, just, just trust me on this one, man. Just trust me on this one. The, <laughs> as you can attest to, and now I can attest to, the vibe on the team bus and the team playing. Okay. On a win versus a loss mm-hmm. is quite a drastic It don't matter if it's a 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Losing sucks. Period. Stinks. And everybody in the building feels it, man. You win, and you get on that team bus and that team plane. It's a party, bro. And it's the best weather, and it's the best vibes, and the food is delicious. It doesn't matter what's going on. It's a party. You can attest to it. You've seen it. It's a party, bro. Team loses. You get on that bus. The Bro, food stinks. It's a Life funeral. stinks. It's a funeral. Everyone's pissing you off. It is a funeral. It's, it's, fu- it's, hey, a, it's, a, it's a funeral. Hey, it's a hey, morgue. Hey, but like, Wes, Wes, you seen it. But if somebody posts a picture, that means that everybody was happy and nobody cared and it was a party. You seen it. You'd be like, bro, I just seen you post a pic. I already know this dude is, is miserable. He just posted because he posted a pic. You guys know me. But y'all are like, that's the, oh, my God, I can't believe he don't care at all. You'd be like, bro, what? Fortunately, <laughs> I had I had learned my lesson. I got. I, I, we got to go to break. I'll tell this story real quick, though. Fortunately, I had learned my lesson before I got to the point of traveling with the team. Because, as our loyal listeners know, maybe some of you out there who are, are new with us haven't heard, my first job in this industry 
uh, after college, first full-time gig, I worked for a hockey team in Ohio, the Youngstown Phantoms, okay? Traveled with the team, 60-game regular season, preseason, postseason, all that stuff. I was the broadcaster. I was the media guy. You guys know me. I am the chummiest, goofiest, you know, like, uh, I've much like Arthur Nathan Motes III, it's why we get along so well, yep. I've never had a bad day in my life. Like, everything's always positive, everything's always fun, I'm always having a good time, I'm a goofball. <laughs> Early on in my first year with the hockey team, it's like a couple weeks into the season, and we went up to Michigan... And 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 we got outplayed. I mean, we ended up losing this game like five or six to one. Okay. Oh, gosh. And so it was not a good showing by the boys, just to say the least. Ah, uh, just a little bit. Just, we just are a little walking like in, so. You know, broadcast ends everything. Like I get a post game interview with one of the guys, as as always. And I'm I got my stuff packed up, and I'm walking to go get on the bus. I would always help out our equipment guy. You know, minor league hockey team. There's, there's only like I mean, this the more you could do. There's only three of us that weren't coaches that travel with yeah. the team. Me, the team trainer, me? and the equipment you guy. You be tweeting me? me, or the other me. No, me. Oh, like that's me. Like Wesley. Oh, yeah. all right, all right. So there were only three of us that weren't coaches or players that travel with the team. Mm-hmm. So Josh was our equipment manager. I was always helping Josh out, right? Uh, and so we're, we're we're carrying equipment. We're pushing equipment through the tunnel back to the bus, and I'm like messing with Josh, and our head coach sees me. And let's just say it wasn't pretty. Yeah. He gave me a nice tongue lashing. Yeah. You want to joke and play? Joke and play on your own time. Of, well, and I've told mm-hmm. this before. He used to always call me Mantooth, which yep. is West Mantooth, West Man-tooth. which yep. is, which is uh, Vince Vaughn's character in Anchorman. Uh-huh. He used to always call me Mantooth from the day he met me. And I hear, Mantooth. And then a whole lot of four-letter words. <laughs> we just got our bleep and bleep, the bleep, 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 and you're out here laughing and bleep, bleep, bleeping this and laughing. What's so bleep and funny and bleep, 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 and shut the bleep, bleep, bleep. <sighs> we just lost. And that was my lesson of uh, I got to turn always happy uh, Wes off when even when the team loses and just put your head down, get on the bus, and shut up. Don't smile. Don't look at anybody. Mm. Don't even, don't breathe too loud. Mm. Just don't exist. Do your best you, you put to, too do much work in, to man. not exist in that moment. But that's also part of the reason why, like, dudes, if we're not careful, we fly off the handle on people, whether it's social media, whether it's media personnel in We've those moments. Without a doubt. Because you spend so much of your life sacrificing for this one opportunity. 60 plays. And... Who knows how you're going to play in those 60 plays? You could prepare. You could do everything. And you could just have an off day. Your stomach could hurt. You could just be mentally a little slow that day. Just not clicking. But it's like all for nothing if you don't get that victory. And now you got to wait till whenever that next opportunity is. You got to student it for a and whole week. And when you talk the pressure. Put all that work in again. When you talk about the pressure, it's really hard to communicate it at times for people that have not been in these type of professional settings. Most people, think about me and you, Wes, we're not in here every day with somebody holding a camera, watching everything that you do and say how you react, and critique and criticize every single thing that you do and say, and at the same time, are constantly evaluating the highest prospects coming out of college to ultimately replace you, and everybody is giving commentary from the peanut gallery talking about, oh yeah, Wes, I don't like his glasses. Wes, I mean, he always wore Jordans. Wes, I mean, he's that West Virginia dude, man. We need more we need more diversity. We need more versatility from him. Maybe his message is getting a little stale. Maybe he's not got it anymore. Man, you see that guy over there, man. I like that guy a little better than him anyways, man. Wes, did you react? Oh my God, how could you react? You supposed to be bigger and better than that. Why would you ever respond to somebody like me? You got all this money and that don't matter. Come on, baby, you good. And I didn't even ask for more money either. That's the pressure that we live on a day-to-day basis. 
and then we're also told not to react, not to have any feelings, to be perfect in every element of it. Hey, you're paid a lot of money. That's all that matters. Even though when we say money is relative, because to a person that works at Walmart, they're millionaires to that person that's on the side of the street that you walk by every single day and don't even, you know, look twice at. But that's the part where it's like, hey, in this profession, you just deal with it. You know? And it's man, it sucks. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tougher than ever before so, because it's on every yeah. TV station, it's on every radio right. station, every podcast, every newspaper, so every when social these media. Dudes, man, when they have success and they turn up and celebrate it, it's because they're like, bro, do you know what we had to do to get? I think it was T.J. Watt, if I remember correctly, they was talking about why he celebrates his sack so hard. He's like, do you realize how much work goes into getting a sack? How much preparation? How much has to actually go right on the play? Oh, and don't have no. Bad luck of it was defensive holding in the secondary. You know how many sacks come off the board with that? You're sick, like bro. What? Yep. You did what? <laughs> For why? I remember Michael Strahan. Huh? I remember Michael Strahan okay. one time said something along the lines yeah. of, "If you're, if you're, if you're upset if you're, about my Brett Favre breaking the record, <laughs> well, that." But, oh, my bad. Yeah, but, but he said yeah. one time, like, if you're if you're able to fail at your job continuously, uh-huh. be a pass rusher. Yeah. Because like. You go, you go rush the quarterback 40 times a game, and you, only and you get him once, once or twice, it's a that's great a great day. game. Seriously, man. Seriously. He's like, think about what your percentage right. is there. But that's some of the stuff where it's like we forget that part because we say it's a sport. But it's, it's like, no. Win, man. It is and one of devastating the when you don't. toughest jobs to do, which is why when we talk 1%, this is why it's not a lot of people walking this earth that can do this. And then when they actually do get there, there's a reason why only, you know, Less than half of them survive more than two and a half seasons of this thing because of the nature of this business, because of the nature of the job. So that's why it really is hard to communicate that part. No doubt. And that's a good job, though. But that's also why, as an alumni, we always say you got to have some grace for fans and media because not everybody has these experiences. So I do understand why y'all react at times the way y'all be reacting. I do. I get it. And you appreciate the passion. You want the passion. You would rather have passion, but at the same time, it's one of those things where. Within context, within reason, <laughs> like everything, right? Oh, okay. You want to have a significant other? Great. Nothing's better than a significant other until you have too many significant others. Now you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't have too many of them. All right. <laughs> so the same way in life, everything within reason. Yeah, this could be also <laughs> within reason. Okay. There you have it. Mitch Trubisky, your tweets. We'll get to that. Close out the first hour of the program. It's a Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Final segment here, first hour. Quick, a little shorty here. So we can get back on track for hour number two. Mozi, I've been teasing it. All right. I will give the Mitch Trubisky thought. Oh, okay. The Mitch Trubisky take in hour two. I will. uh, We will also uh, get to the tweets in hour two. A little time's yours. But since we only got a couple minutes here before we got to get back to break again uh, here to close out the first hour. How about a quick little recap of my weekly pick does that sound good to you? Let me see. Did you stack paper or was you uh, not getting the money? Well, I'll let you know in just a second. It is time. Well, that's what I'm saying. To show me the money. I know what it is. Show me the money. Show me the money! Motsi, went into this week 19 of 22 on the year. 
Okay. All right. All right. All right. After it, I mean, I'm falling off like somebody who fell off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're just in a little bit of a valley, but you'll you'll climb out of it. Just one win at a time. I'm falling off like I don't know, but I started the year 12 and five on a heater. Now I'm 19 and 22. What well, was going into this past week? I went two and two this past week All right. to stay uh, just a couple games under 500. <sighs> First, I went with a, went with a collegiate game. Okay, which one? Louisville against Florida State. I thought Louisville was going to win straight uh, up. Florida State was down to their third string quarterback. So right? you and Cardell didn't Jones is just don't be growing on trees. Oh, uh, so ladies and gents, Wes is a part of the college football committee. He left Florida State out because they didn't right. have a quarterback. He said you can't win games without a quarterback. Whoa! I actually left out Florida State Mm-mm. because in 1993. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. One lost Florida State Mm-mm. got in the national Mm-mm. championship over undefeated West Virginia. Strength of schedule, man. You know that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you know what, Florida State? Mm-hmm. Nana-nana boo-boo. Stick your head in doo-doo. Hey, it's all good. But WVU you... should have gone to the Natty it's to play Nebraska, good. but one lost Florida State jumped us because they played a better schedule. Ha! Well, 30 years later, who's laughing now, Seminoles? They were laughing, though, on Saturday night when they made my pick of Louisville plus two and a half wrong. The Broncos were rolling. Winners mm-hmm. of six straight. I loved Denver plus three and a half in Houston. Yeah. They ended up losing by five. Had a chance to win it at the end. Russ throws the interception in the end zone. Took an L there. But, so we were 0-2, right? And I'm thinking, oh, no, I'm in Mm-mm-mm. trouble. The Rams, though, I felt like the uh, the Browns were going to struggle out on the West Coast against a uh, an offense that actually has a pulse there in the, oh. in the, in the Rams, which, uh-huh. again, the Rams on a week-to-week, do they have a pulse, do they not have a pulse uh-huh. based on Matthew Stafford? This is true. Uh, they were able to cover as three-point favorites. And then the Niners, minus two-and-a-half at Philly, I said, listen, it just felt like Philly had played a gauntlet of the Cowboys. And, uh-huh. and then the Bills. The Bills uh-huh. and the Chiefs. Yeah. It, like, yeah, they went through a little run. They had like four or five straight five-star oh, matchup yeah. games. Eventually, that just catches up with you. And you and I both know that game meant a lot more to the Niners. The Niners have been in their feelings since last year about the Eagles, right? And I just thought the Niners were going to go out there and it and, yeah. and take care of business, and they did. So two for two on the weekend. That brings my record to twenty-one and twenty-four on the year. Twenty-one and twenty-four. All right, all Wait. right. Yeah, twenty-one yeah, and twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-one and twenty-four. But plenty of time, though. Listen, we'll crawl back in. Oh, you got plenty of time. We'll One crawl back week in. at a time. One week at a time. One week we'll at a time. We'll crawl back into it. So those were my. You weekly can't chase them. it though. That's the thing. Don't I know. Chase it. Don't and maybe I did a little bit because that was the first time all year yeah. I threw a college football game. You know what I'm saying? Don't chase it. I think I was chasing it a little bit. Don't chase it, man. I think I was chasing it a little bit. It happens though. I like your energy though. We're on to. I like where we at though. Week fifteen. Is this week 15 or week 14? 14. 14. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's happening fast, though. It's real fast. <laughs> it's real fast. We're running out of time, but still got time. Uh, like, it's it's like plenty of time, bro. It's plenty of time, man. OTAs. Come on, bro. We got, we got all day, man. We got, hope, we got a whole month of football left, man. Okay. I swear to you, mm-hmm. I know you've all been waiting with bated breath for a half an hour now. I will give you the Mitch Trubisky thought when we return on the other side. We Are you also, sure? I promise. You sure you sure? I'm quadruple sure. All right, I guess. Sure, I'm sure. I think. Trubisky, your tweets, hour two, coming right at you. It's a Steelers Blitz on SNR.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.